Hi, my name is Marissa Klein. I'm the founder of Choice Fashion and Media and co-host of the career inspiration podcast, The Dreamcatchers. And I am Jamie Stozer, the other co-host of The Dreamcatchers and the VP of Fashion and Media at Choice Associates. Up next is a special edition of The Dreamcatchers. We've curated our favorite dreamers and doers for an inspirational conversation. Thanks for joining us and hope you enjoy. Welcome to How It Works, um, everyone. This is our, I actually wanted to know exactly the number. I want to say it's like our 10th, maybe, How It Works. And this is our first indoor How It Works in mass, socially distant since last February. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Welcome back to our audience. Um, I am Jamie. For those of you that don't know me, I'm Jamie Stozer, one half of the Dreamcatchers, my sister Marissa on the other end there. Good afternoon, this sparkly, amazing Mm -hmm. jacket. I was wearing a fur jacket, but I took it off because I just like feeling my dress. And also it's super hot, like sitting in the sunshine. (laughs) Um, So we are here at Bellworks. Thank you for being here. We're live on the Bellworks Facebook. We're live on our Facebook. And today's topic, um, our team, at our partners at NPZ Design, Paula and Brooke, Marissa and I brainstormed what we could talk about for November. And November obviously being the month of Thanksgiving and gathering together and gratitude. Um, Today we will be talking about gathering, which has an interesting definition currently. Tongue-in-cheek word these days. Um, So here we are gathered together and hopefully it looks to you socially distant way because we are far from each other. In fact, we just had to ask Ming to put... (laughs) Uh, the speakers on because I couldn't even he- hear their answers um, to talk about gathering. And today we have a panel um, who, in our opinion, is really kind of experts in bringing people together in three different industries. Um, I'm going to have them introduce themselves, tell us a little bit more about themselves. But we have somebody here from the arts, from hospitality and from entertaining. And I want to kind of let them introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit about who you are, your name, where you, where you work. And then we can get into a little bit more about what you're doing right now to stay relevant and bringing people together. And then we'll obviously talk about um, how COVID has affected your businesses and um, what we're doing to kind of bring people together moving forward in this climate. So thank you so much for being here today. Marissa, did you want to add anything to that before we introduce our guests? Uh, Just a, a shout out to Ming um, and a belated congratulations of him being a partner in crime with our team here at Bellworks now. And it just feels nice to be, as I usually say, dressed with some pizzazz and sparkle back inside somewhere. I need to also say a special shout out and some cred to the team at Bellworks, Paola and Brooke. You walk in this door, you're, you're, you're screenshotted, make sure you're wearing your mask. Your temperature is taken. That was so cool. I saw my face on a screen. I was like, mask, yes. So I'm like, how did you know? Without much further ado, I'm a very anxious person. So for me to feel extremely secure and safe upon walking in, I think think goes a long way. So I thank everybody for making us comfortable. And I'm actually really honored and safely here today, um, gathering with some professional colleagues that are very inspiring and... Would you like to kick us off? Sure. Thank you so much, oh, Marissa. You're very, very and welcome. I am just so excited to be here. And this is such an important conversation. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, everyone. And of course, the team at Bellworks, who is 
just so so wonderful in keeping us safe and as you said just to chime in to piggyback on that all our dance families and uh, and everybody that crosses through our thresholds feels so safe to be here so that's an important element i'm gabriel chashnik and i'm the director of the axelrod contemporary ballet theater and the axelrod performing arts academy newly installed here at bellworks beautiful thank you for being thank here you for gabriel being you're welcome Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Carla Bushi, and my husband Richard and I, we both own Oak Hill Farms in Homedale. We recently opened August 15th, and it's been a pretty amazing journey. Looking forward to talking about that and talking on camera about the usage of your products I'm obsessed with. I'll just interject there and just say, for the world to know, at 3.45 this morning, I woke up with hip pain, and... <laughs> Carla and her team created this like body bomb, like natural kind of Ben Gay situation. And I was like <laughs> slathering on my body. My husband's like, what's happening? I'm like, oh my God, I'm having like a crazy hip pain. Um, and so I'm a big believer in your products and huge fan. So, so happy to have you here. Thank, Thank you for you. being here, Carla. Um, Jillian or Jill. I'm sorry I learned today. Oh. I should be calling you Jill. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Jill, how do you follow that up? I'm just wondering. Oh, you don't want to talk about body bomb <laughs> at 3.45 a.m.? I lathered up yesterday, so uh, <laughs> we'll see how tomorrow goes. But uh, but no, thank you so much for having me. And uh, my name's Jill Flager and Jillian, you know, just Jill is fine. Um, <laughs> I'm the general manager of uh, Bell Market and the RBC Hospitality Group team here in Bellworks. And uh, yeah, eager to talk about uh, gathering and, you know, how we're coping in this time and, you know, just kind of staying connected with everyone. So thank you for inviting me. So, so happy to have you. And, and, and honestly, as Marissa, as anybody that knows Marissa and I or has not never met us before, our kind of business mission behind the Dreamcatchers has always been to bring people together and to create connection, community and content. And so one of the things that we're super passionate about is that connection with people. And right now it's so challenging to have connections in the traditional sense. And as you can probably tell, I'm not an introvert. <laughs> it is very challenging for me to not be around others. I usually would come here to Bellworks two to three times a week to work at these beautiful tables or in the collab. I don't get to do that as often because my children are now in or up until Friday, we're in a hybrid situation. I couldn't get away the way that I would and come over here and work. So I'm just so happy to be back here doing anything, let alone, even if it's for an hour and a half, where typically I would see Jill a couple times a week and say hello and chat about whatever life is, you know, the water cooler-ish stuff. So if we can do that, you know, on a monthly basis together like this, happy to do it. So I'm so happy to have you guys here today. Um, so we always start our conversations with the same question. We think, you know, being that we are what we consider ourselves career experts, we like to figure out why people do what they do. Um, I think that's very inspirational to our audience. People can understand, like, you're just regular people that had a really cool, that have a cool job now, but how did you get there? Mm -hmm. um, so our first question is always, what did you want to be when you grew up? Because I'm guessing it maybe wasn't running, you know, catering or, you know, entertainment at uh, I think space. I think Gabriel might have had a dream. Yeah, Gabriel might have had a dream. <laughs> Usually when you're an artist, in my opinion... <laughs> That dream starts I'm just, as a I'm young I'm willing age. to wager that out of the three, one <laughs> out of the three might have been dreaming from the beginning. So go ahead. You start us, Gabriel. Well, pretty accurate. <laughs> yes and no, because I grew up, just to give you a little background, I grew up in Argentina. I'm from Buenos Aires, Argentina. And I 
uh, came to America when I was 19. That was two years ago. Yeah, obviously. And obviously. <laughs> Congratulations. And thank you. Yeah, just I'm freshly graduated from high school. <laughs> so um, so I, um, I came from Argentina with a big dream. Exactly. I met a wonderful teacher, my mentor, Hector Raspe. He was uh, faculty, still is faculty at Ju the Juilliard School for 34 years. Never heard of it. Uh, so <laughs> so he, um, he came and, and uh, did some scouting in Buenos Aires, and I happened to take a class with him. And right after the class, he says, Gabriel, I think that you, your future is in America at the Juilliard School. So I had no point of reference because there was no social media back then. Uh, this was the... Uh, this was 1989, and um, and I had a you big dream. You were time dream. traveling, is yes, what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I just Through want to the be clear in warp. case everybody's challenged. I'm doing the time warp. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so, so, just in all seriousness, I uh, I met him in 1989, and uh, I came to the Juilliard School. I was accepted in 1994, and that's when my my journey began. But as a child, just to answer your question, as a child, I was a very hyperactive child. So um, I'm from Buenos Aires, from Argentina. So I would play soccer uh, most of the time, which which I love doing soccer. And I will dance around the house just by myself. And so my mother uh, decided that um, that she didn't want to have me in the house anymore. <laughs> so she uh, took me to the National Academy for Ballet, which in Argentina, like in any, uh, some other countries like Cuba, uh, they're nationally regulated, so they're national entities, and they're free. So they took me in, and I was nine and a half. I was about to turn 10. And I, when I got into that beautiful building, an old opera house in Buenos Aires, my eyes just opened, and that's when I just saw my future kind of like unfold in front of me. I love that. I'm about to whip out in some like Avita song right now. Yeah, like, Don't cry coming. for me, it's Marissa. Coming. It's coming. It's like I'm trying to quiet it down. I'm sorry. Yes. I love that story. I love that story too. And I, you know, for all, my, all of our listeners know this, but I grew up as a dancer, huge, you know, believer I was going to become a professional dancer one day. Um, but my father owned a staffing firm, recruiting firm. And although he's not a dream squisher by any means, he put people to work for a living and he's like, it's a hard life, you know, yeah, after well, college. Uh, it's interesting because I come from a family of doctors and physicians. My brother is a doctor. My niece is a dentist. My nephew is a doctor. My sister is related to the health field. And I was very pressured to uh, to follow that road. But I stayed very firm, very, very firm into what I thought. Um, I, I, I have very strong opinions and I always had since I was very young. And um, and I just I'm a Taurus. I'm very very resilient. Right. Yeah. And I decided to do it, and uh, and it paid off. You know. So I I I am very happy that I did that. I chosen this road of being an artist and to be able to inspire uh, many 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 young minds to open and many many hearts to open as well. I love that. I love it. All right, Carla, you follow that? That's pretty <laughs> yeah. eloquent and amazing, but. I think I think you could probably could follow it, although I'm guessing your dream was not what you're doing now. But no, maybe there was something along the lines that got you there. So um, I also came from a different country. I come from Peru. So very close. We're neighbors. And it's funny oh, it's to beautiful. hear uh, your story because my aunt, who is actually visiting right now, my mom's sister, she's staying with us for a month. She is a professional dancing choreographer. 
and she studied in Argentina. And then she went to Cuba. And her husband is a professional dancing choreographer from Cuba. So, you know, I can relate. I also like always dance. Like if you're a girl in my house, you have to dance, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, it was very different. My dad, ha my dad is an attorney. Um, I was gonna go to law school. I was skipping school. And he said like, okay, listen, tell me what you wanna do. And you know, in my family, same thing. Everybody has like these big careers. Um, my brother has a major in economics, went for master's in London, finance, works for a hedge fund. My older brother, electronic engineer in France. I mean, big careers. And then I said, like, well, I want to be a chef. Mm. And then my dad said, you can be whatever you want as long as you wake up every day happy. And this is something that always stuck with me. So I tell my daughters the same thing. And I have one like right now submitting applications to go to college. And I said, like, whatever you decide to do, no matter what it is, as long as you wake up excited and happy to do it. And I am so blessed to say that today I wake up excited to do what I do. Um, how I got here, it's a story that is not as happy. Um, I was working in my field and, and it's like the hospitality industry, which is very tough. Uh, Jill, you know, like, I mean, probably here, not as much, but I have worked hotels and restaurants and every Mother's Day and every time that everybody was celebrating together, I was working, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it was hard. It was tough. My husband also commuted to the city and he was always like a lot of, you know, like all the commuting part, two hours each way, traffic, very stressful. Um, so one year we were preparing, it was like a New Year's Eve, we were preparing to have uh, go to a party, have, you know, like with friends and family and he had a heart attack and that changed our lives. Uh, and that changed our lives for better because a lot of people was like, oh my gosh, what a way to begin the year. And I said like, yes, we have another chance. Mm -hmm. So I always try to look at the positive on everything that happens to me. And, and I'm sure we will get to that later on with like the whole COVID situation. I always try to look at why things happen and it's a reason and we'll get through it. So um, we just moved from where we were living. We stopped commuting. We kind of like changed our jobs and we came back. My husband is um, born and raised in Middletown. So we came, we bought a house in Middletown and with a little bit of land and we started like a garden and we started having animals and we started kind of like living back to basics. I started researching all these labels and all these foods and I was giving my paycheck to Whole Foods too, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but like, as we all do. yeah, but I was, we were trying really to live more, um, back to basics, like more intentional. And while we're doing all of that, we start sharing with our friends and family. We start even making our own products. That's how I started making soaps and lotions for myself, for my own use. The muscle bump that you love, I made it for my daughters because I have a competitive dancer and I have a, track and field runner and you know they were always aching you know how it is injured aching and that's why i made it i made a natural option for it and then we said we need to share this with others who maybe they're struggling with the same things that we did maybe like we know a lot of people in middletown they commute to the city you know well not maybe not these times but in general they have like these very stressful jobs in general and we want to help them and bring community together and offer that to children and make sure that they grow up and they have like this farm as their neighborhood farm and they can come and see the animals. And when people say like, how much is it's nothing? Just go enjoy it, you know, like go see the animals, go like if they come to the fence, pet them, sit down, have a coffee, enjoy it in the picnic table. We, we really 
hope that everybody just gets a little piece of what we do and that's live intentionally. I love that. Live intentionally. I love that quote. Yeah, I Beautiful. Agree. Okay. Jill. Jill. <laughs> right. You, what was your dream? And by the way, okay, and, 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 and without an accent, Jill. Yeah. No, sorry. We, we just speak Jersey around here. Yeah. yeah. Carla, what was your earliest memory of what you wanted to be when you grew up, though? I was going to be an attorney. But you were oh. going to be a lawyer. Yeah. Got it. I ended up being a chef. But Got it. Yeah. Got it. Interesting. And what about you, Jill? What did you want to be when you grew up? What's your earliest memory? Oh. I definitely had to reference some family members for this because I was trying to think of, you know, some quirky, fun ideas. And like that was a bit of a while ago. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, for some reason, um, I think my creative side made me want to be like a critic or writing or like a comedian or something fun. And my sister, for some reason, was like, I think astronaut. But I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm a little afraid of heights. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was it. Um, but yeah, I actually... Um, Grew up in southern New Jersey, which I know is a little bit foreign to everyone around here because it's mostly farmland and two hours south in like the six. Um, but loved it down there. Still a Jersey um, girl, though. Oh, yeah. yes, definitely. Still a Jersey yeah. girl. You can still throw down pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> um, but my studies, um, undergrad, and uh, I went to grad school actually in Boston for uh, food studies. So I uh, got my master's in gastronomy and ended up working anything and everything related to food. So I loved like farmer's markets and, um, you know, volunteering and cooking demos and working in every facet of a restaurant. Um, and when I moved back to New Jersey about five years ago, um, I first found a job as a fishmonger. Uh, so I was a uh, salty fish girl for about like three years. And Wait, this is why we tell these stories. <laughs> I love it. This is like, why. This is why. This Who, is why. Have you ever met anyone that was a, well, actually you might have met somebody who was a <laughs> yeah. fishmonger, but I have never met a fishmonger prior to today. <laughs> nope. Yeah. It was, Here we go. Um, they're, a, you know, a great First team revenue. and they're, they're based in Asbury. I'm sure you guys have heard of them. Uh, local 130 mm -hmm. seafood. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, I would work the farmer's markets with them and help, you know, hustle all their, you know, fresh wild caught seafood throughout New Jersey. And I feel like that's how I developed such a wonderful, um, you know, Network, network for different yeah. chefs and people that are working in wonderful restaurants here in the area. And I just kind of found myself with um, this wonderful team here at Bell Market and like the RBC chef team. And I feel like whenever my like past decade of mini careers um, has kind of brought me to people trying to tell a story about food and like, you know, what's on the plate and like wholesome, thoughtful sourcing and um, just kind of all those stories behind it and the talent involved there. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how, how I'm here today. And I love it. And of course, I, in such a great building. So. And <laughs> I, I just want to ask a question. You said you got your master's in food? Gastronomy. Gastronomy. Yeah. I was nervous to say it. Obviously, I didn't want to mess it up. You perfected it. <laughs> um, where did you get your master's in gastronomy from? It's a smaller program that's gotten more, um, you know, kind of a broader you know, realm now. It's at actually Boston University and it was started and by that's incredible. Julia Child and Jacques Pepin oh, like oh, 30 years ago. No which, kidding. Um, has brought in now and many people have heard of it and they do, you know, online classes as well. Hands on culinary. That's you know, fascinating. Food writing, food history, a little bit of everything. So well, what I think um, is very interesting about the three of you, if I might add, is you each were focusing on mindfulness and living in with your intention prior to when everybody else needed to do the same, mm -hmm. right? Jamie and I are cut from that cloth too. So 
fortunately or unfortunately, your decisions and your passions almost boot camped you in preparation for what we've all experienced for the last several months. Of course, we've all had to renegotiate, reinvent, figure out ways to do what we know how to do in a different way. And, you know, I, I think about even just the last few months of doing these How It Works, you know, I'm sitting here back in the market. We're here together. We're having a conversation. Yes, I'm wearing a mask. Yes, I definitely think it's a little bit weird, but like less weird than I did a few months ago, right? right? Like it's not like painfully weird. Now it's just like uncomfortably weird, right? Mm -hmm. So I just think I, I, I love that for gathering, we have some professionals that would have defined themselves as experts in gathering prior. So I think, Jamie, do you want to start talking about like what they've needed to do yeah, in order to... Yeah, I think to that that's a great way to segue. I mean, I'd love to hear a little bit, if you don't mind, of what you were doing prior. But like just a snapshot of like your role and your company, your business, your brand's role in bringing people together. So and in our life before. Your life before. I, I find myself, I don't know if anybody else is a Handmaid's Tale fan besides me, but like every time I talk about like my before, I'm thinking of Handmaid's Tale, which is... <laughs> It's a really good show if you haven't watched it. It's very disturbing. Um, so, but your life before. A little bit about what you were doing what, in Bell Market, at Oco Farms, at Axelrod, to bring people together, and how you've had to shift that now. Um, and then with Carla, I mean, you were positioned to open, your new beginning coincided with a new beginning, right? Totally. Um, so, now, you mentioned your personal share before about your husband being sick. Was that last year? No, that was about uh, nine years ago. Okay. So then we've been, you know, building toward yeah. building toward a, d a different life in the last several years. Yes. Got it. So tell us a little bit, if you don't mind. So actually, let's start with Carla, being that you opened Oak Hill Farms during this. Mm -hmm. um, so you had to open already with the mindfulness that the rest of us had to shift to. So if you don't mind talking to us a little bit about how that looked for you. Um, and what you're doing now. I know I'm a, a follower of yours on social media. I see that just today and yesterday you had to make changes to your schedule because you typically would have in-person classes and stuff happening on the farm. So tell us a little bit about what you were doing prior and kind of what you've had to shift now. All right. So um, I always had an online business. So the way we started Oak Hill Farms was online. I am very conservative when it's about business. I, um, you know, I want to always make sure that what I'm going to do is going to be right at the right time. Like I don't just like throw myself into a situation that then I'm going to be regretting sure. when it's about business only. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but everything uh, else, we're just a mess. Yeah, everything else. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Same. you know what? Um, Same. Yeah. But uh, so my online presence was very strong. And it got stronger, stronger because of social media, mm -hmm. because of the things that I share on social media, because what I bring into social media that people like return by purchasing my products, by, you know, making connections with me, with my family, with us. It's, it's Okiel Farms is all of us as a family. So um, social media and the online business is what got us to open a farm. Like that's how strong my business was able to get to. At the same time, I was still trying to struggle and juggle everything because I had a full-time job. Sure. So I needed to hire some people to help me with production. Before that, I was doing everything by myself all the time. And um, 
we, you know, when you are going out, when we bought the land, because it was only a land that we have to clear and everything right here in Homedale, and uh, we needed to build. We built everything from ground up. My husband built everything. And I had the vision of how I wanted everything to look like. E, we bought the land June 2019. We just opened August 2020. So all the year, you know, it takes a long time to go through all the part, the administrative parts of like permits and everything else. And then COVID hits. So we always tell like, listen, if this is going to happen, might as well that happens now. You know, we now have like for us, it was kind of like, let's see what everybody else is doing, how the regulations go in place, well, how people have to react. While everybody was closing down, we were so lucky, so lucky and so blessed that our online business grew 300%. Everybody was shopping online and that helped us tremendously. Um, that helped us to do even more than we were expecting to do for the farm when we opened. When we decided to open, it was a safe time when all the businesses in New Jersey were opening back up, when the regulations were very firm about what was happening. We were not going backwards, we were just going forward and we already experienced everything. I already knew what I had to implement for my business because I was going to other businesses as well and I knew what they were doing. So on that aspect, we were just very lucky and very blessed. Um, now things are shifting again and times are getting hotter. I, I know what you are talking about is that I have to cancel all my workshops. So I do have different people that come to Oak Hill Farms and we have workshops. And that was always a good idea for us to have, to have talented people that they're best at what they do. And from wreath making, cookie decorating, they're the experts. And my, I felt like my job was always to give them a platform that probably they don't have on their own. And maybe I have it because it can be the space or it can be, the, you know, like uh, just the social media that can help them. And they were, I mean, together we work together and we bring community together to do something fun, to do something on a safe environment. Unfortunately, right now, what can I do? Nothing, I'm not gonna cry, I'm just gonna deal with it. Um, I, my heart hurts for them because at this time during holiday season, that's how they make their most money. Um, but, you know, I have faith that everything is gonna go the way it's supposed to go for now i just care that everybody you know gets whatever they deserve and to be safe yeah. just the community need to be safe we need to take the measurements we need to do you know to then not be in this place again mm -hmm. so it is hard absolutely but i i always stay positive i can feel that i can feel your positivity and also i've seen just by watching you that you and your team come up with unique ways to solve problems so Perhaps when the dust settles, you know, I'll be making reeds from home with supplies that I picked up locally or some sort of unique plan that you and your team might execute. So actually, some of the instructors, that's what they're offering, the kit that they were going to teach, you know, they're going to offer like a home kit. And I am going to, um, I was thinking like, as I was taking a shower last night, maybe they can even do a Zoom with everybody. A hundred percent. And do, you know, like. Because the thing is, is we're not, the one thing that's actually great is it's not March. So we know how to, we know how we to function. Adapt. And also our brains are more, I think, um, like used to what's happening. Yes. We're, we're able to think through it. Like Marissa and I, we co-chair in our 400 other lives, uh, a big holiday boutique. It's currently running for our um, local synagogue. 
And usually we have 35, 40 vendors in a room selling their wares. All of these small brands that we work yes. so hard to, to highlight, them to bring them and bring them a platform with our social media and our expertise and our reach. They're coming in and they're selling their wares. And we had to cancel, obviously. Um, and so we're doing it virtually. We're giving them the opportunity, the platform to sell their stuff through our website that'll link to their stuff. And it may not be as much and we may not as raise as much for our organization, but at least we're shining a light on these small companies that are not otherwise. And things like those home kits and things like that to do with the kids at home and different ways. Like we're doing a Zoom tonight with some of the older, you know, members of our community that don't necessarily go on social media that want to also shop. So we have to dial them in via Zoom and, and come up with new and different ways. And everyone's hungry and thirsty, literally and figuratively, sure. to figure out ways to engage. We might all be a little bit overstimulated, that's for sure. Yes, totally. But I think, you know, taking that piece of what Carla was saying and thinking about like small business and how we are supporting small business and, and something I've been passionate about for my entire career, whether I had one or helped staff one. Um, I also am extremely passionate about the arts, um, as is Jamie. And what we did not mention before, if you notice, I was extremely quiet. I am not a dancer. <laughs> by any means. Although I did have a very nice career that retired in fifth grade. Yeah, but you can reach the Avita note and I can't. So I can that. reach okay. the Avita note. She's but more, only she's in the more alto, alto soprano. I'm yeah. more of a tenor. I can I can hold a note. <laughs> but I retired my, my, my ballet career in fifth grade when I had a small argument with the Toshu and I lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Toshus are no, no to, joke. Yeah, it didn't work for me. But... I think that the arts, I mean, if there's ever been a time to focus on small business, art and creativity, it's now, it's so incredibly difficult to get attention to things that make us feel happy and whole and satisfied. And truthfully, if we were all feeling a little more of that and a little less of the other crap, we would all feel a little bit better, which is really what I try to do, you know, between my 20 meltdowns a day. So I think... When I think about what Gabriel and his team is doing, you have invented and reinvented a wheel. Like I've heard those expressions, you know, several times during the pandemic where it's like you got on the plane and the plane was flying and you had to figure out how to and you've never flown a plane, like all the different things. Analogies. Yeah. yeah. So can you talk a little bit about you? I mean, you just opened here like Carla. You were just opening here. A pandemic hits. You, you're a theater company. <laughs> well, what Where a, people what are a, supposed to be coming to watch. What a great gather. analogy! Like, uh, yeah, like what would you? How would you feel if you get on a plane and you have to just take off? You know, and mm-hmm. you don't know how to do it. Well, that's exactly the way I felt. And just being at the helm at a project like this, uh, just to give you a little background, we are the Axelrod Contemporary Ballet Theater as part of the Axelrod Performing Arts Center in Deal. So this is a performing arts center that is not far away from here and is known for f- amazing productions, mm-hmm. Broadway shows, operas, concerts. So um, there's two parts to this. So one is that um, when we created the ballet company, uh, Elise Feldman, who's the president, and, uh, and I, and, and uh, Jess Levy and Andrew DePrisco, uh, and the whole bore uh, of the Axelrod, our, our, our passion is a conglomerate of passionate people that love the arts. So thanks to those people is that we can do what we can do. But um, just to give you more background, the Axelrod Performing Arts Center, um, it it's puts the most amazing professional 
beautiful productions, Broadway quality, right here, not far away, 10 minutes away. So we, um, through a mutual friend, um, uh, uh, Alison Schultz um, and John Schultz, we met Paola, and we brought in last year a small group of our professional dancers and uh, students to do a performance of the Nutcracker in July. So I said, let's do a Nutcracker in July and let's do it, it here in, the, in, the, in this beautiful atrium. So um, we came in in this beautiful building. I was in awe and I felt such a sense of familiarity when I came in here. Mm -hmm. Like I felt right away that I belonged, that this, this, this was part of my part of my journey I just there was there was a very very strong sense sense for me and this 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 building is is there is movement all around it so I see everything everything that I see in front of me is movement you know we all moving right now and movement and especially dance is about human contact it's about human relation you know so when this pandemic hit we were just here for two weeks and I felt an urge to um, to really just scream out, let's continue and let's find the ways to continue safely. So uh, we did a lot of research. I have an amazing team um, of artists and we all kind of held hands, you know, and and say and, and squeeze Purell, hands. Purell yes, hands. Purell, 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 Purell hands. Purell, Purell, Purell hands. <laughs> I just gloves, want to be clear. With gloves. Yeah. Uh, and 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 we uh, and we gloves gloves and Purell under the gloves. <laughs> so I I just I just to be honest, we were just basically in a room in a Zoom for an hour trying to figure out what to do. So what we came up with is uh, a system on Google Meet using Google Meet to teach virtual classes, to be able to teach dance, to create the curriculum, the syllabus. Uh, the methodology, because dance is all about methodology. Dance learning is all about the process of learning and not just that trophy that you hold on your hands. Dance is a complete different journey. Uh, but we opened free classes. We taught free classes to 200, over 250 students. Uh, we started March 13. And we it's did literally that literally the day, we did March that, 13th. We did that for nine weeks. And we taught over 250 kids from all over the country um, completely for free. When the, when the, the, the limits, the limits in capacity, when, when things began to be a little lighter, quote unquote, uh, towards June, we thought about doing our summer program. And we thought that might be a good thing to do a hybrid method. And we are really one of the first ones that came out with the hybrid method, really, back in at the end of May. And thanks to Ralph Zucker here, the whole team of Bellworks that opened Pat Garofalo and his team that opened the whole building to us, the ballroom, the function room. So we created this small group. So we had 12 kids in a big room like the ballroom, right? Mm -hmm. In a big room like our beautiful dance space here um, and the function room. So we divided them in smaller rooms and we had those big televisions and we had artists, Broadway uh, Tony winners, um, incredible principal artists from New York City Ballet, American Ballet Theater, Martha Graham, Paul Taylor, 
all of them teaching from New York City on a big television to these kids here, plus some of them that were actually willing to come. So we had the highest level of instruction here and we took another risk. So we ended up doing an outdoor performance in July uh, that was very successful, social distanced, everybody with a mask. It was hot though. <laughs> this mask has to have some fans or some system. Yeah. So, they'll, they'll, so, come, up. so uh, they'll come up with they'll it. come up with something. Uh, hopefully, we won't need them for too Carla's long. Carla's working on it. But yeah, <laughs> but we did we did it this outdoor performance and it was so rewarding. It really moved me to tears. I I couldn't speak after it because as as our as performers we really long. We have a yearning for 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 being on stage. That's what we're here for. You know, to share what what we feel so. This is my stage about. now. This go. is my stage now, but go. I grew up on a stage <laughs> myself, and that's why I'm so like, I'm just, I could cry listening. To, Marissa probably knows this. It is like yeah. an empath is, and listening to me. Like I'm you know, like, we yearn as human beings. We we yearn to 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 dance, to move. So. This is what we do as human beings. We can't help it. I can it, so. move very well with tequila. You have the boots. You have the, you have the boots. When there's though. tequila involved, everything comes. And those boots, yeah, let no, me tell you. Those are, those but are fun, I, I think about from a business perspective, I romance and the idea that for the arts, this actually was a gift. Because mm. if you think about when, now granted, there's nothing better than seeing a performance live. We can do all this stuff the way we are doing all this stuff. But the truth is we want to get back to Broadway. We want to get back to seeing performances. We all know that. But if you can teach or take classes and or live life by being able to take some of the lessons or the silver linings from the last several months, I think that'll be phenomenal. Like if you're a kid from Argentina that wants to take an incredible class from a Broadway dance center, you well, know, um, you just log on and do it. That's such a great that's such a great point that you brought in because we're the silver lining for us is that we brought in all these Broadway performers that are not working right now. Right. Right. But the point at this point we have Brian O'Brien teaching here on a constant basis three times a week and he's from the cast of Chicago. Exactly. And he's not working and he's here sharing his Jenny yeah. Hill from this, the cast of Spamala. He just, he was about to open some like him hot on Broadway as a lead. You know that like, every time you say it, I, I'm about to sing the songs. Right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> can break into control. song. You can break into you know, song. He had it coming, was like about to happen, <laughs> but I didn't do it. He had Don't get me started. Well, I just think, I think. We'll cast I, you on the show. You never Thank know. You. I'm in. I am in. Oh my God, that's what I think I was a. The show Chess about the two sisters, you know? Yeah, that's true. A, that's a really it. good one. That's a great yeah. one. I was a Broadway perfect. star in a past life. It's okay. Speaking of Axelrod, by the way, Marissa and I have a, like a like a sneaky favorite show. Our favorite Broadway show of all time is Aida. Oh, with Luis. Luis directed. Yeah. And Aida. we yeah. went and saw Aida at Axelrod, and it was a next level experience. It for was us phenomenal. To be able to see that show, which has never been reprised. For whatever the reason, again, live, 15 minutes from my house was like next level for us. It was also starred an American and Idol veteran. And I'm a huge American Idol and fan. And Anita Walsh. Oh, yes. Anita Walsh. Oh, my God. Love her. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We what love talented her. people. And, you know, you think about that, the talent that's out there, you know, and that's the light, the light, the light from everybody, like everybody's efforts. And Jillian, I'm coming to you next, which I know is, of course, more of a professional light, but still so incredibly, Jamie likes when I say this, poignant. Um, because you, you did it right though. I know, this time. I, Normally I really, she like I sometimes pronounces, pronounces the, the G, G and it's like it's fine. poignant. So and I'm like, no, no. 
I think that as <laughs> we have, I, I use the word light worker, but I think there are people right now that you would not necessarily define yourself as a light worker in another stage of life. But right now, if you're trying to do things like Carla's trying to do for her audience, for her family, for her town, for her community, what you have done for your students, for your peers, for the Broadway community, for our whole regional area, and what you've had to reinvent, that's light. Because there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of darkness. And I get a million emails from Axelrod and I read every single one. Love Axelrod so much. Because it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get all of my RBC and, you know, cross marketing and, you know, we don't live, I live close by, but not super close, but I came up several times to get one of the boxes and the prepared dinners. I mean, talk about that a little bit about what you did. I mean, you guys reinvented and did something safe mm-hmm. with all of your vendors and you supported your farmer's market, yeah. um, the bell market, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about a little bit about your day to day. And then, of course, what you're doing for gathering safely for Thanksgiving. Yes, there has been. I mean, yeah, I feel like every week things have just been changing. And okay, how do we adapt and continue to, you know, like tap into the community and continue to be involved and help people have access to, you know, delicious meals and something that gives them like a moment of like, okay, I can forget about real life right now and just savor what's in front of me. and also speaking to, you know, March, I think about the week before the shutdown, you know, we had our beer tasting event with like s- seven different breweries and chefs, our chefs were, you know, using their talents and passion to put something on the plate and just everyone was having a wonderful time. And, and then squish right after yeah. that, we were mm-hmm. like, okay, so, you know, we weren't essential. So we had to take a pause and close and, um, our team thought really hard about like, you know, how do we, you know, still contribute and safely and not just, you know, reopen everything in like a sudden way. Um, and even that whole first two months, we were doing the relief meals for the first responders at PNC. Oh, that's right. And um, oh God, I loved watching what you guys were doing. That. It was like seven days a week and, you know, packaging meals for all the yeah. uh, frontline workers. Yeah. And we weren't, you know, open at all. We weren't allowed to be yet and, you know, didn't have any like takeout adaptations at that time. So, you know, our and we delay off, of course, a fair amount of our team, um, which we still hope to recall next year. But um, like our core, you know, just owners and managers were packaging, you know, 600 meals a day and sending those out. And, you know, we were just even if it was four hours to like create meals and do something mm-hmm. that would give back. And again, like just continuing our talent in a way that we safely could um, and be a part of, you know, the community was um, super important. So that kind of, you know, was the first few months and we're actually still donating to fulfill in the food bank, you know, in our spare time when we can and um, doing a few meals a week. But um, after that, we, you know, again, people were scared to go to grocery stores, afraid to, you know, kind of be out in public. So we started our, um, you know, different, fruit boxes and vegetable boxes and, you know, again, sourcing locally from local vendors and trying to also keep our purveyors in business as well and highlighting them. Um, and, you know, people were super, you know, appreciative of that. And it gave us the time to... I think to, you need to throw some of that Oak Hill Farms um, hot do. honey yes. into your boxes. This is how my brain uh, works. Uh, it would I'm like, wait a second. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> heard it here first. 
It's so good. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Is a dancer that's going to pop out of the box? Yeah, totally. It's gonna, we're going to make a whole it's collab. Gabriel. It's going to be a collab. Yeah, a point to shoot. A dream catch will come in their box to hang above your bed. Sorry. When you go to bed. Sorry, Joe, go. Keep going. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Um, so, um, but yeah, and then, um, you know, things started opening back up a little bit. So, you know, we were finding ways for, again, our team to kind of just continue to be together and creating food. So um, we launched our dinner menu and, you know, the curbside pickups and everything like that. And um, if people you know, want to order that or get more information about it, where do they go? Your website? Yeah, yeah, just on our website. Um, you know, we're actually, you know, with the indoor dining being limited as well, we're going to, you know, bring back our curbside pickup offerings too oh. because some people just still aren't comfortable, you know, going into. I haven't like, eaten spaces. indoors yet. So, still. Right. Yeah. I you mean, know what I, I think? And, that, and that's a truth. It's, I'm not ashamed of it. It just hasn't been a priority. So I haven't right. made it one. And if there's other ways to support locally that, yes. you know, you can do, um, you know, different facets. Doesn't of that, mean I'm not eating. Yeah. I'm eating just fine. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think, by the way, a lot right. of what I'm you're eating just fine. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, what I, not to interrupt you, but one of the things yeah. I wanted to just highlight there being that one of the missions of this conversation is to highlight the things that are going on in the community that people may not know. So here we are. We just touched on them, but you know, that you could order dinner and come pick it up right here at Bell, at, at Bellworks. People may not know that, that live locally, that they right. could do that or that they have a free option of going to see animals at Oak Hill Farms. This is an activity with their kids or to be able to take an adult dance class with a Broadway star on Wednesday nights you mentioned earlier, which obviously I tagged in my memory because I'm in. Yes. Um, I'll go with you. <laughs> you know, and because so many people don't realize and that, you know, a lot of people more so now, but don't realize that Bellworks is open to the public mm -hmm. and that there's other opportunities like Oak Hill Farms locally that you can just pop in and go do that as an activity. I actually sent my kids, shameless plug, last week with my nanny. She was looking for something to do with them while I was at work. And by at work, I mean my bedroom in pajamas <laughs> on my computer, but at work. And she came to Bellworks. They took a picture in front of that cool balloon installation and they um, got ice cream at Jersey Freeze and then they went to Oak Hill Farms. And I was like, why don't you do that? That's a good activity. It's like two hours, you know, 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. Perfect. They couldn't have been happier, my kids. And they, it was pouring rain and they still went and saw the alpacas. They're like, the alpacas were still outside. I'm like, they're animals. They live there. <laughs> they're like, we felt so bad. They were they wearing were raincoats? They were wet. <laughs> That's so cute. And now with, now have we missed the deadline for ordering for Thanksgiving from your collaboration? I think it's like T minus uh, Is it 22 today? hours from now. Oh, so within yeah. 22 so. hours from now, you can still order yeah. a collab meal with our friend and also web supporter, He's Dreamcatcher, okay. um, Chaser and Dreammaker, Josh at Deli Boy, mm -hmm. um, where you guys put your order deadline is Friday. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, power the mind together and collaborated so that people could get... Um, beautiful dinners prepared by chefs mm -hmm. and brought to their home. I love Ish. that idea. Yeah. yeah. We even decided to a couple weeks ago meet and we're like, well, whenever the indoor gatherings were super limited now, we're like, okay, well our kits feed like potentially 15 people. Like what can we do to, you know, offer not have a, like a million things of leftovers. <laughs> right, if right. I order that, which by the way, I might, um, Go I'm going to be eating turkey and stuffing for like three weeks. <laughs> so it's like that sounds Dave. awful. Right. It yeah. sounds terrible. It's, I'm in. Well, These in case, jeans won't fit anymore by then, but <laughs> right. it's fine. I'll just take a few more classes on Wednesday nights <laughs> okay. with Broadway stars. I love it. Continue. <laughs> well, we decided with Chef Josh, we are like, why not offer just like a like a small added service to like carve and pack it differently? So if there's a family of 10 that's like, 
you know, maybe we don't feel comfortable gathering anymore. We could split it for them and they could pick it up separately or, you know, whatever they feel comfortable with. So oh, that, right. So that you don't have people backing out of what they bought. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. great idea. And just so they feel more comfortable and like confident and like, I still want to enjoy this meal with my family, but not just not in real life and need to do it virtually I love that or idea. something. That so. is a great idea. I love um, that too. I yeah. did just schedule, I have, I've scheduled it or I emailed about it, a Thanksgiving Zoom, which if you yeah. really think about it, as far as like another silver lining, because I'm in a positive mood today, um, is no, you know, by today you mean this, this minute. minute, this minute, currently. Let's, let's talk in 20 minutes. Um, but I think about you know the family. It is very stressful. The, the holidays are stressful, right? Usually, it's funny how that seems so silly right now, but it is stressful usually. And whose side are you going to spend it with? And who's coming? And what about the other family? And are you going to see them on Friday? And all the, and you know, maybe we'll see that person on Saturday. And people run ragged. And now it's like you could kind of just do a Zoom and maybe knock that all out. By the way, speaking great. of Zoom, small plug for Zoom, which we obviously are huge fans of all of us now. They have suspended their 40 minute limit for free memberships right now for Thanksgiving. Which so, is so nice. So that if you don't have a paid membership like me, for example, where it's unlimited length, you can log in and have a Thanksgiving Zoom for, for, for free. Or maybe we can make wreaths on, on yeah, Thursday. We'll make some wreaths. Unlimited. Well, I'll need a lot of extra help is my point. Um, I, I, I love all this. I think that what you guys are doing is super beautiful. Um, I, I, I'm proud to engage and support all of your businesses. Um, I wonder... Considering you work so hard to to inspire others, Jamie and I like to talk about what inspires you. Uh, do you have something that you've hung on to, a mantra that you've hung on to in the last several months, maybe a new mantra that you've needed to apply that you would want to share with your audience, our audience together today um, for me in 20 minutes when I need it again? Well, I mean, I have many gay expressions that I say in class. <laughs> All my students know that I have a lot to say in class. Um, I always I always try to keep myself in the present moment. So I, I know that there are things that right now we can really control. Right. So what can I what can I do to be in my body, feel my body, be present with, for example, you telling us this many, many wonderful stories and jokes and being the two of you so present with what we have to say and have to share or Jill or, you know, Oak Hill Farms and the contact with animals and just the contact with something like an animal, you know, like your dog, your cat, your alpaca, <laughs> right? That are love alpacas. I think that they're like the cutest ever things in the whole entire world and they're so sweet. So I always try to uh, keep myself in the present moment in that way I can make really clear decisions. I, 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 am, I am so blessed to be uh, at the helm on an immersive organization with many, many young minds, many, many students, many future artists. So I have to keep myself in a space that I can really be clear and grounded. So feel the ground, be present, feel the ground, feel the ground and be present. That's all. Feel the ground. Feel the ground, Marissa. That is one that I'm going to repeat to myself over and over. And I, 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 I can't express enough how, you know, obviously you don't know Marissa and I personally, but you're getting a taste of us right now, that that's who we are to each other. We really ground each other. And when she's spiraling, I ground her and I'm spiraling. She grounds me. Right now we're just 
both spiraling and trying to ground each you other. You guys dance with each other. Right. We it's do, really actually. Fantastic. Tequila only. We do. Oh, that's not true. You you take exercise dance classes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but, um, or just having, you know, being smart about the people who are around you, relying on your team, the people that su- support you, and let them ground you. So sometimes that's not your strength, right? And you're not able to find your present being supernaturally. Hashtag Gabe. Feel the ground. Right. Feel the ground. I love that. And that's one of the other major reasons, I mean, of the hundreds that we do these, because sometimes I just need to hear Gabe say that to me. Like, well, I mean, conversations like this, um, Alvia, thanks to Bellworks and the How It Works platform, you guys are our board of directors. Yeah. You know, sitting down with people that inspire us, help me stay inspired for our followers, too. Well, so, like, you know, like when I when I meet with Paola and she's over there, when I meet with Paola and we bounce back each hi. other thoughts and ideas and she being an artist, an incredible mind, so creative. So broad. her the mind best. is just her mind is just so expansive that when you meet the opposite, which is fear, uh, that really, um, really encapsulates so fear will make your lose ground. It'll it'll actually make you lose feeling. So that's why I always say feel the ground. And as a as a dancer, as a mover, that's something so important. As a creative mind, that's very important that you keep yourself in the ground. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Carla, can you add I mean, a I mantra think, think, or something think, that inspires you? I think I said it before, but because of all the things that have happened in my life and with my family, I will stick to my live intentionally. I think it's beautiful. More these days, more than ever, like look for those little things that sometimes people just don't, they're not thankful for, they're not blessed, they're not, they don't feel blessed by it. And, and you just don't even pay attention. And today, more than ever, those little things make such a huge change. Really, they do. They, they do. And, and, you know, surround yourself from people that bring positive to your life. Again, like Gabe said, like keep you grounded, uh, that keep you going and, you know, just leave all the positive out for people, tell people, show kindness, choose joy, you know, but live intentionally. There are those little things that matter the most. Feel the ground, live intentionally. Maris is definitely writing these down. She's got it. I can feel her. I miss her so much. I I miss her so much. So we haven't seen her in way too long and I can feel her little hand writing it down. I, I, I. I'm curious to see what yours is. I'm tempted to go with the mantra of just cocktail hour. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. it. That's perfect. At this point of the year, I think it's uh, it's like a welcome hobby for everyone. (laughs) I actually, I think we need to, we may need to change the dream catchers hashtags to feel the ground, live intentionally and cocktail hour. 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 By the way, that's a great happy hour. It is, it is, it could be meant in so many different ways, right? Yeah. And I think on the flip side of that too, um, you know, just overall, like lightheartedness right now, um, you know, because I think about, you know, when I'm in our space here in Bellworks and we come across so many different people that are here for the first time, people that work upstairs, you know, a high school person just here, you know, studying and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just being, again, joyful, try to stay lighthearted. And because, again, we're all going through this right now together and. We're all in the same boat in the sense that, you know, we're just surviving this pandemic and you don't know what everyone's like personal stresses and things that are weighing them down every day could be. So 
um, you know, just encountering people that with like a sense of like, how are you doing, you know, and just being very conscious of that in like a positive way. So I love that. Important, I think. So, so I'm so never important. going to leave. I'm just going to hang out with these people. all No, time. I'm starting <laughs> to like, as we've spoken, like my shoulders start to go down. Yeah, I'm like, relax. Like, it's like, a nap. like, we've had, it's like, like a having an inspirational conversation with other like-minded people is like a professional. And nap also for me. you're reminded, listen, when people get up and they go to work, this is something I've been saying for 17 years. You are better when you're in control and you're doing your thing and you have structure. And when I say you, I also mean me. And, you know, when there's so many of us that have had our patterns removed from us and been asked to survive anyway, it's very challenging. And plus, the noise that comes in is all at a very high volume and none of it's pleasant. And no matter how you surf through it, it's difficult to stay on top of the waves. It really is. So it's nice. This this conversation, as all of our conversations, feel like a very big fluffy bathrobe for me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that I'm sharing that bathrobe for anybody that is also watching. Is there anything that we didn't cover? I know we like to talk about some of their favorite brands and crushes. You know, the only thing I would just add to that is that, you know, we one of the reasons before this all happened that we created this platform with Paula and Brooke, but also our podcast in general is to shine light, to shout into a megaphone, to have a conversation about things that matter to people. And professionally and personally, I think, you know, coming into my and Marissa's office, as you can probably imagine, if you came in to do your resume with us, we end up spending two hours with you. Everyone's crying. It's a party. <laughs> Lie down um, on my couch. You know, because, but we, you know, we are a marriage of executive coach and life coach and resume coach and all the coach. Um, and so many, like all of you and, and your roles as mentors and influencers and um, bosses and directors, creative directors, managers, you have people that work for you and or you've had to lay them off or bring them back. And I'm just so inspired as somebody that runs a team with Marissa and, and also helps others go out and find their roles at those teams. What advice do you have to either a business owner or job seeker, our listenership that you could share, like whether it's about, you know, say it's you're a furloughed employee right now and you're like, all I want to do, you know, and it could be as simple as come on down to Bellworks and do your applying to your jobs right here on our beautiful tables. But if you have any words of wisdom or advice for our audience of like that person that needs a little bit of job zhuzh, which is really what we preach. Um, I'd love to hear that because I think it's really important to share. I mean, Marissa and I have a th our 100,000, 50 million isms. Um, but I like to hear some of that career advice, a little bit of that inspirational chatter about somebody that may be working in hospitality or looking to start a small business or a social media presence or a, a struggling artist that was just about to make it to Broadway and now is not working. Anything that you can share to our audience about that kind of stuff? Oh, should I go first? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I know it's it's so crazy now. It's such challenging times. But, you know, when I think about, um, you know, if people feel that they're alone in this moment, you know, trying to find maybe, yeah, a new career or a new job path or, you know, certain industries are suffering more than others. Um, you know, I think, again, like 
reaching out to that network of people that mm -hmm. like you feel you're most confident with and, you know, asking people for advice, asking people for help, I think is just, you know, the most important time for that right now. And, you know, maybe there's an outlet where you're like, oh, you know, I never thought about, you know, reaching out to this person and, you know, just be bold and do it because now's the time to, you know, again, rely on who, you know, find the best way to kind of reach out to those people for support. And, you know, we all need support right now. So um, in hopes that you have that group around you or, you know, find a new uh, facet for it, like this building, <laughs> you know, perhaps uh, at Bellworks, um, I think it's a just a great start to phoning a friend. Yeah. Phone a friend. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. definitely. We, we say the same thing. I, I mean, it's just nice to hear from someone. It is else. nice to hear from sometimes. someone else. Sure. What about you, Carla? You have any advice for somebody that's maybe starting a business during this or looking for work? I think during these times, the most important thing, just like Jillian said, um, you need to surround yourself with positive people. Um, you need to find a good support system when th things are going to go <laughs> south sometimes. Like you need that person who is going to bring you up, who's going to cheer you on. I think it's very important. We all have those kind of people uh, in our lives. It could be a your sister, your best friend, your family member, your grandmother, your neighbor, who knows? But we all, we all have those people. Sometimes we just don't see it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for someone who is going to start a small shop or who had dreams, never let those dreams go. Mm -hmm. When there's a will, there's a way. Um, just don't let it go because times are rough right now. They will be rough in 10 years for something else and 20 years from now for something else. And if it's not in a professional life, maybe in a personal life, but don't let the dreams go. Keep pushing, keep going. Um, and I think just like, you know, stay a dreamer. Stay a dreamer, a dream catcher, if you will. Look yes. at this. <laughs> we are all really good at this double plugging. One of the biggest <laughs> fights my husband and I ever had years and years and years ago, we were sitting in a cafe on the corner of 21st and 9th. That's how long ago this was. <laughs> and he was looking for jobs and I told him that he could do whatever he wanted. And uh, he accused me of being a dreamer. And I stood up and I said, if, if that's an accusation, you've got it 100% right. And I walked right out of the coffee shop. And it's the only time I really can remember, by the way, we got engaged how many years ago today? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we're married. You got married in 20, 2006, so 2005, 15 years ago today. Yeah, we got engaged. So we managed. But I was the only <laughs> time I can remember actually storming out of a re like a restaurant, like a movie scene. And it was because he called me a dreamer. Don't you dare call me a dreamer. And I'm like, by the because way. Because I am one. I, I am one. And I'm, <laughs> I'm never going to give up. Ever, give ever, up. ever. So um, we talk about that a lot. And I'm thankful for him challenging me and also... Back then, you didn't really text anybody after you stormed out, so you could really have a true moment, like with a door <laughs> slam and everything. Um, and it was not captured on social media. It's, it's gotten elevated in my mind. It's probably I probably didn't even leave the restaurant. It's fine. Um, anyways, <laughs> I digress. You went to the bathroom, but yeah, I, um, I actually am still drinking my coffee there. Okay, so so here we go, Gabe. How can I recover after that? I don't know. There's no recovering. I don't know. Sometimes I share. I, de I don't know what happens. So it's a little hot. Okay. So, Gabe, what would you tell? And I actually, I know several personally, artists, dancers that are just feeling crushed by the unknown. And, you know, as, as their dreams are timed. Because when you are a young performer, 
you kind of need to make magic on a certain time scale. What would you say to someone that just wants, just wants to be on the stage? This is a very, very difficult situation for all performing artists and all performing arts organizations at every, every, every single level. Uh, when it comes to the professional world, I think that we are being resilient. Uh, many, many working artists on Broadway are looking for, they're doing other things. They're doing teaching. They're doing online events. Um, we're keeping it alive. You know, we are, we are continuing ballet companies are doing uh, virtual sessions. They're doing uh, Nutcrackers online. They're doing some in-person events with smaller audiences. They're doing outdoor performances. So we're, we keep going. Of course, it's not the same feeling that you will have from, uh, again, dance and, and performing arts are about human contact. So it's not the mm -hmm. same to be on, on the virtual world. But And yet we find a silver lining, which is that all these young minds uh, have the now the, the ability to be in touch with people that will not be able to uh, in case that they were they were really performing and working on Broadway and, and big ballet companies that everybody's for low everybody's on break right now that we, we like to right, say they've it. even they've even been in the playing field a little bit yeah mm -hmm. we, 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 we we really like to call it the break we're, we're on break right now we're you on know break. like you say like you say like you say in the in the lingo in the theater we're on break you know so and then there is the other aspect that you spoke about which is the students the young ones when it comes to a dancer's development and career a year it's a long time because a, da a dancer uh, the formative years are these years. Mm -hmm. And so one year lost is like 10 in any other field because the dance career is a very short career. Yes. Right. The performance career is a very short career. Right. And so, I can't be naive and not share that. I mean that. I, yeah. I mean you, you hit it. You hit it on the nail. I'm going to say continue. This is maybe this is the time to really study. And sometimes this is a hard word for a young student, especially in dance, acting, musical theater. We have a lot of musical theater kids. We actually a lot, only 12 in our space at the time, uh, all social distance. We have diagram, a big diagram on the floor. Everybody has a chair that's social distance. You know, we all wearing masks, singing with masks on, very, very distance. So this is the time to actually get into a class, either virtually or in person, and really get to know who you are and get to know how to really educate your body to really bring technique, bring awareness, uh, to be able to be in touch with other artists and other, other um, aspects of your, of your dancing that are so important. And for parents that are out there, all parents that are uh, bringing their kids in, uh, I just wanna say thank you because they're, they're really keeping us alive. So. Thank you so much. And I would think that that feeling is mutual. So what you're doing for the kids is keeping them alive as well. Um, I just want you to know that I was hearing the words defying gravity while you were talking just now. Oh, Marissa, please don't Sorry. try to hit that note right <laughs> now. I'm not going to. Um, no one can hit that note but Adina. Okay, so here's the last question that we like to ask. Obviously, we could talk all day to all of our panelists. We always feel that way. And um, I, I commend us and Pal and Brooke always for our selections, because it always feels just so right. Like, it's like you were meant to be here on this panel with the people you're with. It all just ties goes, together yes. and goes, even though it's curated. It, it is always amazingly um, in sync once we actually sit down. It, and I, I find that so inspiring that even like we don't know how it's going to feel. And then it feels 
like it does right now. I always, I always trust the journey. That we trust the it. journey. We stay in the magic. Trust yeah. the journey. <laughs> Insert mantra all, here. All my mantras. Um, but I do think um, what I like to end on is here we are shining these bright lights on and sunshine on all of you and your businesses. We are so inspired by your businesses and obviously your brands. We love to, um, in fact, and speaking of your networking idea, you know, one of the things that we tell our job seekers all the time is to create a brand crush list, which is who are you crushing on? What are they doing? Stay inspired by them, apply to work for them, connect to people that work there, that kind of stuff. So in that vein, do you have any brand crushes right now? Anybody out there that you think is just doing it really well that you want to highlight? Because obviously our listeners will hear that, which I think is important to shine light on somebody that's not all of us. Um, and we can end on that. Just a little bit about, you know, shining some paying light onto forward. somebody. Yeah, paying it forward to maybe a person, a brand, um, a company that's doing something really awesome right now that's keeping you inspired. You can start, Jill. I feel like I have a lengthy list, but um, I know when I think about people that um, also own small businesses and that we've worked with in the past um, as a team for the past three years with Bell Market, um, I mean, there's definitely a lengthy list of, you know, people in Monmouth County and throughout New Jersey that um, we love supporting and personally me as well. Um, I mean, I can not talk about cocktails and beer. I'll go to something, <laughs> a different topic. Um, but I also, um, I would love to highlight, um, you know, Jersey girl cheese, you know, mm -hmm. it's, um, sure. one of our signature ingredients that we use for our pizza program. Um, you know, they're at the farmer's market here on Wednesdays. Um, they're such a small group and, um, you know, about their farm is 40, 45 minutes away. And um, they're even partnering right now and helping write a cookbook with all their cheeses about pizza with a well-known restaurant in Jersey City and um, are probably hustling every day to all the farmers markets and selling their, you know, handmade quality product um, and just something that we really love. And they're just really good, wholesome people that are based in our wonderful state and um, definitely a good brand to check in love it. and with the holidays coming a great gift idea for people as well. So and that's I, a very good answer, yeah. Jill. I, I try and I love cheese. Taste once a week, I but. do love cheese. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's one of my hobbies. But. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Cocktail hour. Well, you but, do stay yeah. on brand. Yeah. You totally. Stay on brand. Cheese. Wine. Wine. It's your master's. It's yeah. your like, master's. I, hate to, I have a master's in gastronomy. <laughs> <laughs> I have like two other hobbies maybe, but predominantly food. Food and wine. Food and, and beer. Food Those yeah, are three. Um, what about you, Carla? Any other brand or business that you wanted to shout out? I have so many, so many, because I work and support other small businesses too. So to say just one, it will be like unfair to the rest. But I do have to highlight a person who actually helps others, like to give the, she, she gives them a voice and she gives them a platform. And that is uh, Jen Chavez from Babes in Business. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just like you guys trying to bring people together, trying to, bring a platform for us to be able to shine, to be able to tell a story and and show all of our businesses and our ideas and feelings. Uh, she does the same thing. I and love, I love, I've watched yeah, what we, she's we done. I've watched her, her grow and I really, really commend her. Yes. She doesn't, I don't know her personally, but I've definitely watched what she's done for all the small businesses around yes. here. I think it's tremendous. Yes. So um, I was, I was lucky to host one of her events. Um, or was it October? Uh, in October, and and at the farm, 
to have social distance and to have it outdoors. And, but I know her from the Asbury Park Bazaars and she is so creative. And I hope she's listening because she is so creative. She always finds a way to be able to show that platform for all small businesses, artisans, makers, and she just does a wonderful job. I love, love it. That. Yeah. We'll definitely shout. If, if she didn't see it, we'll make sure she sees it. That's important. Good for her. Um, well, yeah, I have a long list as well. I mean, <laughs> every, sing every single dance organization that's out in the country that I am in contact with, directors that are continuing to, uh, to do this and do and we can bounce back from ideas because ultimately the way that we are more efficient is in a team and uh, what's happening at uh, the silver, silver lining right now is that we all coming, coming together and kind of trying to figure out how we're going to um, point into the future. I have two people that are very crucial to me. One is my teacher that I mentioned before, uh, Mr. Saraspe, um, and, and he's an amazing influence on me, uh, my mentor. And, uh, and uh, an amazing teacher, Parvati Nandana Saraswati, who's my teacher from India. And she has been my spiritual guide for, uh, for the last 16 years. And I'm very grateful. So I will say come in contact with people that can actually give you a point of reference and direction if you feel that, um, that this is an overwhelming sensation that you're feeling right now. So, I think what you just did is curate this eat pray love um <laughs> analogy to our brand crushes and actually uh liz gilbert is a friend of mine y'all oh, oh, look, at, look at me by the way I, nothing's a coincidence everything happens for a reason and i just so happened to mention eat pray love which obviously is like the best book ever but you mentioned food she mentions love you mentioned your spiritual guides i just thought that was a really funny that was a poignant tie-in <laughs> I, 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 I love lovely. Liz too. I love Give her my so best. Much. Give her my, I love Liz. Um, well, thank you guys so much for being here today. And um, is there anything that we didn't get to ask you that you wanted to make sure you plug? I know you said something, um, Gabe, about an upcoming yeah, um, we, performance. We, we have, yes, we actually have classes uh, going on right now, workshops at our beautiful space at Bellworks, the social distance, everybody here at Bellworks, that all the parents, the fam dance families feel so so energized when they come here to Bellworks, you know, and and they're they feel so safe. And and we have a waiting list, actually. And 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 we are we will be very happy to open new classes. Please bring your kids. We have ballet, modern uh, musical theater, voice coaching. Uh, we have an upcoming performance coming out for the holidays, very small showcases with about 20 people only allowed in our space. And then we are going to start a 12 week program starting in January here at Bellworks. Uh, that is going to be a center on Shakespeare. So we're going to do uh, Broadway shows. We're going to have a, a performance in April outdoor here um, uh, that is going to centralize in um, plays uh, inspired by Shakespeare. Kiss Me Kate and uh, yeah, here. and something's here rotten and okay. all shook up. Don't start singing. Start singing. Dude, start it's going to happen. I'm going to have my uh, I'm going to have my Stevie moment from Shakespeare right Midsummer now. And Midsummer Night's Dream, the ballet also and the Tempest. So wow. uh, that's going to be 12 weeks. So bring your bring your young ones here to study with. I us. will definitely bring. I have two girls. One is a proud dancer, works closely with some of your colleagues. I am proud and honored to have met you today. Um, and a, a shout out to Dance Mix and Jolene and Wendy. Jolene is phenomenal. Uh, Wendy. They were, and they take such good care yeah. of our kids. And if it honestly, if it weren't for dance, I don't know where my sixth grader would be right now. So I'm extremely, extremely thankful. 
So beautiful. Extremely thankful. By the way, that is, I can echo that sentiment, pandemic or not. Having a community like that in sixth grade is very important. So you're very lucky to have found that. And, and I think, I mean, tongue in cheek, last sentence. We all feel like we're in sixth grade a little bit right now. Yeah, it's nice to have a little community. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. I want to go back to my dance. Thanks team in for sixth being grade. in my peer in my peer group, guys. Anything else it. that you guys wanted to shout out? You mentioned your Thanksgiving collab that last day to order is Friday. Anything yes, else coming tomorrow. up? <laughs> Which is tomorrow, by the um, way, because you need to know the day of the week. Yes. Anything else you wanted to mention together. for Bell Market coming up for the holidays? Anything? Uh, we are working on some um, fun, of course, like festive holiday, Christmassy type gifts and, um, you know, different baskets and things and putting a bit more of our like personal Bell Market touch on them. So if you missed like one of our iconic sauces from uh, the Jozu counter and the, our Japanese concept, we're going to include some fun new um like throwback nostalgia things that people used to love enjoying in our food hall that uh will make part of the holidays and gift giving so um can you fun. please get me a jar of the asian dressing from i from broad it's fork it's okay so good yes broad forks asian dressing <laughs> so good like i could take shots of this that is thing. when we're this is where I we go it. this is where we go okay so what's for lunch yeah what's for lunch all right carla you anything so you wanted to oh, shout out anything that's coming up at oak hill farms for december that you wanted to say fast um well we have like our biggest day of the year will be uh, our shop small saturday which is a saturday after thanksgiving we'll yeah. have a lot of events live music for people to come enjoy shop uh, we'll be giving things away too like as a thankful thing for our community um, and we have Christmas trees, so everybody should come and get their Christmas tree ah, for the car. Oh, natural trees, like make We want people to make an experience, not just go get the tree on the street, but come, get your hot cocoa, spend the day, see the animals. And my crew and I were still trying to get a creative way to do Santa with social distancing, but we want to keep the magic for all these kids and all these mothers that come in tears. Oh, you want to have Santa? Believe me, we're working on it. Um, <laughs> I love it. We don't want to stop the magic. On that no, note, we have to continue to the magic, keep the magic alive. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you to Ming for doing our sound and our partners at NPZ in this beautiful space. Hi, and Kala. for all that you do. Yeah, seriously. And for all you do for your communities and now for us. So thank you for being here thank today. You. Thank, this you. Was awesome. thank you. Thank you, Ming. Thank you. <laughs>